0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to
1: Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. This is covering The Bachelor season 25, episode 4. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today?
0: Fucking okay, hell, where where not to start, Dave? Uh, let's start in order as as best. Oh, do you do you want to start today's episode, Dave? Where you think because <laughs> there's plenty to unload on this one. We're in episode four. Uh, oh my, we are, I'm <laughs> warning everyone: with the gloves are off on this, Dave. Today, no messing about. And our bleep
1: machine is broken, so you'll hear all the fucks <laughs> and you know all the see you next yeah. Tuesdays and whatever. But I think there's going to be plenty. Good suggestion. Let's start at the start, right? Chris, I've got a feeling I might be on one today, and I feel like you might be as well. So let's <laughs> see how we go. Starts off, Matt is fucking pining over Sarah, but what irks me is he's going on about you know, oh maybe maybe all you know some of these other girls don't want to take this journey with me, uh, and that is really scary. You know what's scary, Chris? Fucking sharks being dangled, you know, in front of a bunch of bloodthirsty sharks. That, those are, that's an example of something that's scary. One of your harem has decided to go home, right? So they're all pining for you. That's not fucking scary, Matt. So, straight away, Chris, I am fucking coming in hot here. What do you reckon to that? He's
0: what a fucking tit. He is, Dave. You know what? He's, he, the more I see him, Matt and like I said it last week, he's just so manufactured by, I was hoping, you know I said to you in this first episode, I'm hoping that he's not going to be so overproduced like most of the contestants on the Bachelor, Bachelorette. He's going to come in. He's never been really in the nation. He did get pulled out of Claire's season, which we found out after I mentioned it. But, he, you know, he's come in and he's going to be different and the more i see him he's like a fucking lego man or something he just stands there dormant doesn't he? he 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 hasn't got a lot of emotion dave and it seems to me as this is going on unless you go to the gym and you're into which is what he's into some of the girls are going to struggle here because it's very physical a lot of the challenges he's doing but yeah i i was the same i was like oh fucking hell come on Matt you know it's not <laughs> That bad? Do we, are we going to keep milking it because they don't half like milking this stuff on this show? I must do it. How many recaps do we need of Sarah going? You know, it was, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you predicted last week, didn't you, that Sarah would be back, and I think a lot of the girls were predicting that she'd be back as well. But at least in this episode, it's not happened. I, I'm not. I, when they started talking about it, I thought oh, Chris has got a prediction right here, but <laughs> I, I'm still not ruling it out. I don't think she will. But I was wobbling a bit. I was like, oh, shit, she might do. But, um, but next, Chris. <laughs> so, torn oh, strips off God. Matt. Next up, Victoria pulls Kate for a oh, chat.
0: Fucking hell. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'd meet anybody where I didn't like as much as Claire, but Victoria is worse than anybody. Katie, great girl told them all because they all the girls were again fucking mj and victoria are horrible bullies dave i'm sorry they're a pair of fucking bullies horrible people and they're both there and this mj has got a chip on his shoulder like i mean not as bad as victoria but fuck me it's like you have got no manners you've got no class whatsoever how do they think when matt watches this back if he picks one of them two, which, fuck me, I'm going to put my mortgage on that. He doesn't pick either of these two fucking idiots. But, you know, <laughs> why the hell? he would, And I mean that. There's no way, Matt, if he's got anything about him, he's going to pick these two. They're just horrid, two horrid girls. And Katie was right. She's like, just leave it. She's gone. Let it go. Is Katie playing a bit of a game to get the popularity? I'm not sure, but she seems really stand up. And she was right what she was saying. And Victoria's a fucking bitch. And she's giving her loads of shit. And then Victoria went, I'm not happy the way she spoke to me. It's like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? You've got no class, no manners. You, you're fucking vile to people. And you've got the just because Katie's called you out, you and, and Katie's to be fair Dave. she's like, I ain't fucking apologizing to you. I just, oh, my God. (laughs) I said last week that
1: I thought Kate won the episode, and I I thought she did again today. So it's the fact that, like you say, everyone's kind of, you know, bad-mouthing Sarah. Now she's gone. Kate's the only one who's saying, you know, she's not here to defend herself. Shut the fuck up, essentially. No one's interested in listening to her. And, And like you say, Victoria, I'd say... MJ, too. She, she didn't wind me up as much as it sounds. She's wound you up there, but she definitely has a strong sense of entitlement, and we see that a little bit later on. It just escalates throughout the episode. But <laughs> it was so funny the way you know um, she was saying about not happy the way you know Kate's spoken to me, and you know I I, I don't like the fact that you've stopped me expressing myself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> totally I bitching to about someone else talking behind someone's back and bad mouthing it. That's
0: expressing yourself that Chris. Fucking hell Dave! <laughs> I'll tell you, she needs to get a fucking mirror, stand in front of it and have a go at herself because I, I've never seen anyone who is so, um, deluded and has no yeah. concepts of what she's actually doing. Dave, you know and I know, and nobody's perfect. We all have bad days. We all act like a dick. But you know, and I, and pretty much most people listening to this show hopefully would know, when you're being a bastard with someone, whether you have being a dick, you're a bitch to people, whatever, you know when you've got it on you and you're in a mood. She's just fucking vile 24-7. So she's not nice at I, all. I
1: don't think enough people in Victoria's life have done her a favor and called her out like Kate did. Because I yeah. thought she did a bloody brilliant job she didn't give up anything and then uh, you know when she's going on about uh, um, she didn't appreciate you know she thought Kate was being rude to her and interrupted her you know while she was busy slagging Sarah off um, Kate just calls out you know expressing yourself and calling people names are two different things and she absolutely stands her ground and, and Victoria kind of gets stumped and then she comes out with like well how can you come in here with a vibrator you know, think you're ready for an engagement, and you know Kate's like, "I love my vibrator. Why are you bringing that up?" You know, Victoria was just a bit stumped, I think, and he's used to people rolling over, and Kate was having none of it. So I was, I was probably like punching the air, Chris. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, yeah.
0: fucking shut her up." Yeah, exactly. I honestly, Dave, it's just a horrible woman, and. From there, I mean, Victoria was just front and center again throughout this whole episode, and like you said, the bitchiness—just she, she cannot fucking help herself. So, uh, Matt goes on a date, does not he, with Chelsea? And I really like mm-hmm. that conversation because you know Chelsea was saying like she, she's spent all her life because she's black with uh, afro hair. She always wanted the hair straight, and the problem she—and you know what, Dave. I was so glad that he gave her the rose because she mm-hmm. seems. There's not many of them, but she seems one of the more genuine ladies who's in there. And I'm calling her lady, Dave, because there's not many ladies in there at all. But she is genuinely nice, and I was happy with that. It's great conversation, bit of a kiss, you know. He was he had a good chat with her and everything, and that was good. She gets the, so Chelsea's in. She stays another week. Fantastic. Then Victoria again. He's having another chat with Martin, Dave. The fucking queen. She's going on like saying stuff about being the queen. And she gets interrupted. Chris Harrison comes in like a fucking robot, and you're thinking, Aye, ay, what's going on here? And the way they edited it, Dave, it made him look that whoever the girls were talking about was it was um a call girl or a, a whatever you know an escort oh,
1: this, this comes later
0: this comes later but yeah. because of what was happening i thought at this point because we'd seen what was going on i thought it was all pointing towards victoria being a, a, an escort you know because the way they edited the trailer for last for this week all uh,
1: right that's I, I, what I saw it. I didn't pick that up yeah, I, I thought the girls were going to the they were like what's what's going on and you yeah. know victoria's like, oh bloody chris harrison i have to say chris you know uh, and i'm gonna come back to a thing because i'm gonna give a slight opposing view on on something that i've seen or someone's told me about today with victoria but you know she she looked like fucking p diddy You know, with that big, fluffy, white, bloody fur coat. And it's like, it's either P. Diddy or Cruella DeVille.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it looked ridiculous. But um, yeah, Chris Harrison goes out. They've got the red carpet out there and everything. All the girls are running to the window and thinking Sarah's coming back. And then that's when we get the new girls coming in. And fuck me, what a reception they got.
0: Oh, my God, Dave. And you know what? I couldn't. I still can't work out. It's not these girls' fault that they have come in later no. than everyone else. That is All right, it's three weeks into the show. That isn't their fault. It's Chris Harrison runs the show. He's, he knows the formula. They must have watched The Bachelor. It's not Chris's fault either. It's part yeah. of the show. That's, that's like Love I, Island. They do the same.
1: I don't think this generally happens on The Bachelor. Because, you know, oh, my to- first thought, I mean, we kind of saw this from the previews and stuff, didn't we? But my first thought was, well, they they are kind of copying Love Island there. They're just going with that. I don't think they generally introduce new girls. And that's ah, right. kind of why the OGs reacted the way they did. I think they, like you say, it's completely misplaced. It's fucking producers you should be angry about. Why be a fucking complete see you next Tuesday to the new people coming in? but almost across the ball, ball, bald, (laughs) bald, Yeah. They were just twats, weren't they? Yeah. You know, as soon as, so Brittany was the first one to come in. So she's from Chicago. She's 23. She's a model, which means she's probably done catalog work for a day, Chris, as we always joke. (laughs) Um, She goes straight in with a kiss and fuck me. You know, that was properly like antagonizing the girls, wasn't it? So, you know, And then as soon as Brittany walks in, Victoria is straight in there with the nastiness, you know, making sure everyone, you know, all the new girls know, you know, she's not to be trifled with. And uh, then we get Michelle coming in. She's a teacher. Um, uh, Then we get Ryan, Kim and Catalina. And I tell you what, Chris, I thought in particular... When Catalina came in, you know, she's, what was it? The ex-Miss Puerto Rico or something like that. She comes in with the tiara, the fucking queen steps up, snatches her fucking tiara off her, you know, I'm the queen, blah, blah, blah. Chris, there is no other word for it. That was fucking grade A bullying, that was.
0: Yep, it was. And she even got called out by some of the girls They were like, Victoria, give it a back. Absolute horrid person, Dave complete dickhead i'm sorry she is and and what makes me laugh is she has the cheek to call all these other girls they're all hoes they're all bitches they're all just trash the scum it's like i mean dave she's a good baddie and we need someone like this in the show because look at us talking about her she's doing exactly what it says on the tin we need characters like her To to talk and to be controversial, but she's got no manners. And I think stepping back to what you said earlier, I am absolutely with you. She's got a way with stamping her feet, kicking, you know, kicking out, lay on the floor like a little spoiled brat, and getting her own way all her life. And no one has ever stood up to her and gone, "You know what? You are out of order. You have got no manners whatsoever." And you you can't go through life being disrespectful to people, Dave, like that. Yeah, But, but then. So, what mean? Sorry, just sorry, before
1: we move off from Victoria, so I will say it's pointed out that apparently there was some video on, on Matt's Instagram and one of his mates was body shaming uh, Victoria, sort of had, taking the piss out of her. Matt basically didn't do anything. He didn't correct him, didn't call him up, call him out or anything. That is fucking wrong, right? I, I don't agree with that at all. She's a fucking bellend, right? Her behavior dictates she's a I, I, you know, going further, she's a see you next Tuesday, Chris. Absolutely horrible, but
0: you don't need to fucking body shame her. Huh? Just call out her behaviour. Exactly. You don't do that sort of stuff anyway, Dave. Especially not in any age, but especially now. How you know social media comments like that can be completely, you know, they can ruin careers and quite rightly sometimes, but. Yeah, I, I don't know about Matt, Dave. I, I'm not feeling him at all at the moment. I'm really not. He just, he just feels like he's got no personality. And I know that's rich. People will be saying to me, like, what, you talk about Chris? You're jealous? I'm not. He come in, he looked like a great guy, well-grounded. I was glad he wasn't part of the Bachelor Nation as such. But I don't know about him as a person, Dave. He just seems just too manufactured at the moment. He does seem like a producer puppet. At the moment. And and there was
1: a a moment later in the episode when Kate went out for a chat with him and he was surrounded by about four producers and all I could imagine. And they just tried to slope off and all I kept thinking is they they're almost telling him line for line what to do. You know, um you know what we never called out, Chris. I I was only thinking back. You know when (laughs) fucking what was it, Mary Lynn? Is it Mary Lynn or Mary Ann? Mary Lynn, you know the one who Victoria was having a uh, a set to with, you know, just before Matt sent her home, he, he said, Oh, I remembered your favourite flowers were orchids. Remember? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Do not remember? It was no. like in all of the rooms in this fucking massive place, she's pulled in for a chat, and he just happens to have these orchids right next to him. He's like, oh, yeah, I just went down the shops, you know, just, just got you these. Oh, yeah, fucking, uh, I bet you
0: did, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Matt. <laughs> I'll tell you what, oh, Dave. I'll tell you, poor Britney came in, and... There was a competition tonight between three of the girls, good old Victoria, Anna and MJ. Who do you think out of the three, M had the best resting bitch face and had the best I cannot pretend that I'm happy face? You know, when you can smile through somewhere and go, yeah, I'm okay. Fucking Anna won tonight, <laughs> Dave. That face of hers, my God, she would never be any good at poker. My God. I mean, I'd I'd
1: said it, it is like that kind of grumpy fish. If if you just Google grumpy fish and you see them at the kind of all grumpy and stuff going around their little fish tank there. But fucking hell, I don't know what was going on tonight because it seemed to be worse all the time. But then I don't know if, if as well she's trying to grim it. She's trying to smile to keep up appearances, but it just comes across like a grimace. Um yeah. I do think tonight I do think Anna ran Victoria quite close for the villain of the yes. episode because yeah. I think Victoria started off strong there, but Anna, I think I almost think what Anna did is worse because that yeah. that's got a more lasting impact now.
0: On her life, because what what I would say, Dave, is Brittany was out of order. So Anna won the actual um competition, didn't she? she gets to have a date with um, Matt, didn't she? She won that squirrel thing that they were doing and everything. So oh, On the
1: group date, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the group.
0: That was her, was it? So she so she gets the the, like, the big date with him because she won. And I didn't agree with Brittany coming in and just doing it. And I couldn't work out whether she'd been forced to do it. And Anna had literally been talking to you for two minutes. And this is where I called Matt out as well. And Brittany comes in and goes, and whatever I think of Anna, she deserved to have that date, but she wasn't getting it. And Brittany went, I want to speak to him. And she's like, well, uh, she's been too nice. Like, uh, she just said, no, fuck off. I won the date. You, you're nothing to do with it. Go and sit in there and call. And Anna was right at that point to say, I've been here for three weeks. You can wait three weeks and have a date. However, Dave, it then turned into the triangle of MJ, Victoria and Anna slating Brittany. And what did Brittany do? Calls her out and says she's an escort, Dave, on a fucking TV show, Anna, whether she is Anna. Or on. Anna, Anna sorry. <laughs> Anna calls, her, calls Brittany out whether she is or not, that is not something that you put on a fucking show like this, because that can have a lasting effect on the rest of her life. And Anna tried to fake apologise for it. And at that point, I thought, you know what? You're no better than Victoria. You, I just thought it was completely out of order.
1: It was. I can't help but think as well. Look, you're in a fucking harem here. Get down to the fantasy suites. He's going to bang you all. And then uh, how is that better? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not to be crude, but the fucking double standards on it. So so who fucking cares for a start? But it's like this shock and awe. Now, what what I don't understand, like you say, and and it could be the editing. I'm always leaving it out there because this show is so fucking fake at the end of the day. But so she's pissed off at Britney. And like you say, where is Matt in this? Matt could actually just say, oh, no, it's okay. Just look, give us 10 minutes. Right, Not this five minutes and then give actually give us three bollocks. Give us ten minutes and I'll come and find you. It's all the say, but he stands there like a fucking piece of wood. It, Anna goes across to Victoria. I mean, fucking hell. Talk about I know. if you're really going to confide in anyone but Chris where is she getting her information from
0: yeah I'm glad you said you bastard I was gonna say <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> carry on carry on you fucking well, me today. Again, you know one
1: of the things not to keep going on about Love Island and and it, it gets a bit when, when they introduce new people into the villa you know they sometimes come in with a bit more information about what's going on in the outside world okay but that's a little bit this, it seems like, well, has everyone just got their phones and they're, like, you know, text messaging the mates or whatever who, you know, can see, like, the casting news and everything and keep up to date with it because apparently, you know, she's getting text messages from her friends. You know, Chicago's a big fucking place, Chris. I, I don't know how, but apparently her friends know her um, and she, she hangs around with some rich men which, of course, Chris, automatically means, well, she must be an escort.
0: Yeah, it's bullshit, Dave. And what I would say, to segue off that, Dave, so if Anna and that are so upset about these new girls coming in, how did she know that Brittany was coming in going off text that she'd received? That's because what I mean. That's what, it doesn't make sense. It, 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 the way she explained it was as if she knew about Brittany coming in before Anna went into the house and it's like, but these are surprise contestants that have come three weeks in. Like you say, if you've got your phone, fair enough. So why was she shocked when the new girls came in? Then if she knew she was coming in and she'd been warned about this girl, I call that as utter bullshit, Dave. I'm sorry, because it's, that doesn't make any sense. She wouldn't know that she's in, in the actual house because nobody yeah. knew. So I don't, I don't get that. That, 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 that made no logical um, leap for me, no logical sense at all. But also, you know, it's this
1: falseness as well that, that I just can't stand. So, you know, she there's lots of times when the cameras aren't there, you know. But she chooses this moment to talk to Brittany in front of the cameras and in front of a bunch of the girls as well, you know, yeah. about and basically says, you know, some of my friends say, you're an escort. And then, so, she, so Brittany's right on the back foot there. I mean, you would be a bit fucking taken aback, wouldn't you? Imagine if it was you, Chris, and you went into, you know, whatever reality TV show says, oh, matey boy here reckons you're a fucking gigolo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what not
1: <I> me. Mean. <laughs> with your family watching though, Dave. Yeah. Can you imagine just- that? And so she, whatever happens now, she's going to be tainted with that. And I'm sorry, yeah. even after the show, now that that's out of the bag, so not only Anna saying it in the first place, the fucking producers rubbing their grubby little hands together and go, oh, i got a bit of drama here. I got Sorry to be serious, but she's probably going to be tainted with that for the rest of her life now.
0: Yeah, of course she is. Of course she is. And when Britney brings it up, fucking Victoria again. Oh, we'll just go then. You know, like just being a bitch when she's and gets the glass of wine like she's being funny. I don't understand how these girls, MJ, Victoria. I don't know how they fa- they can't see that they're just being bullies. I just don't get that because they're just being fucking horrid. Yeah. And, and Anna, like you say, Anna was probably worse than Victoria because there was points when I'm watching it like, oh fuck off you lot, you're horrible. <laughs> Great TV, fantastic TV, but I genuinely was getting more and more fucking narky as I watched this. I was like, oh. And Katie had already said it and she said it again. You've got to take a step, you know, and then, and then Victoria again going, oh yeah, well, it's just Katie just keeps having a go. And he's like, no, she's telling you to just lay off. And she's she even speaks to Brittany. And then eventually, which I did give Katie a due, she didn't lie or did go behind the back. She went, I'm going to go and tell Matt now what you're doing. Yeah. And he went and told him. And, but I don't think Matt even computed what she was doing, Dave. He'd probably go in there and give Victoria a rose or something. <laughs> he's fucking useless. Uh, yeah. I,
1: I, He's not got much credit in the bank, has he? he? He talks a good game. So he's saying to the camera, oh dear, I take it, this is someone's life, you know, I've got to take this seriously. I, I, I don't know. I'll I kind of give him the benefit of the doubt that he'll handle it well, but from fucking evidence so far. He doesn't have much credit there. But um, no, again, honestly, I think can't think of anything that Katie did tonight that wasn't bang on. You know, the fact that she's tried to, as the girls whip themselves up into a frenzy as well and start slagging off the new girls. You know what, Chris? It must be exhausting for Victoria to wake up every day and think, who do I fucking hate the most today? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who am I going to badmouth? And uh, all these toxic energies around me because I'm not toxic. Um, <laughs> you know, it must be exhausting. But Katie actually says, you know, like you say, fucking pack it in. How would you feel, you know, if you're the new girls? What, what is the? F- what exactly have they done to these OG girls? Nothing, <laughs> you know. So Katie was right, and then you know went and told Matt. So good on her. The only yeah. thing is, she might find herself a bit alienated as well. She's making the right moral calls. But as we know from Ned Stark in Game of Thrones, that doesn't always go well. <laughs>
0: Good reference, Dave. <laughs> I think as well, though, Victoria being Mrs. Hypocrite, she's calling Britney out. Nobody knows what Britney's gone through in her life, Dave. If she is and she's had to make ends meet, you do what you have to do, don't you? And I don't know whether she has or she has. And I think when she was talking to Anna, there was no blink in Her body language said that she was telling the truth, Dave. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on there, whether she's come up against this in the past and it's just water off a duck's back. I don't know. And then the next day she's released on TV. But Dave, if, if people are going to drag stuff up about people's past and we've all got skeletons in our closet... So somebody not have a word with Victoria about the mug shots we've seen this last week on social media? <laughs> you know media. what? She's just well, thinking she can, that as She can't as well, yeah. really say anything. It's the old hypocrite thing again. And as a wise man once told me, Dave, when one person's pointing a finger at you, there's usually two of them pointing back at them because they're deflecting from what they've done. Victoria cannot say a word. And I'm not going to say any more on her because she's just wasted too much of my time tonight. Yeah, I think another decent
1: line that is good for all of us to try and abide our lives by, don't be a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it's seem that bad. hard, but, you know, yeah. clearly uh, clearly it does. But um, I, I tell you what, Chris, so the Battle of the Bachelor, you know, and we'd seen little clips of this in the previous weeks, hadn't we? So you get the group date as well. This happens all, this is, or before the whole thing where Katie goes off telling Matt, you get to see a bit of boxing. Now, I'm not being funny, right? I I was baffled by what I was seeing here. Because, I mean, Katie was in the first match, wasn't she? I think she was up against, is it, Jacena? And fuck, yeah, I don't think I'd fancy getting in the ring. Because she got in some bloody good punches. I don't know what like Chris Harrison and co were expecting, but there were some proper punches that connected there. But you can see that Matt's like, ooh, and Chris Harrison's like, whoa, ooh. And then, so after a few matches, they're like, oh, let's stop this. No, enough's enough. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? I know. (laughs) I don't understand it. You stick two people in a boxing ring. Oh, no, they're hitting each other. We've got to stop it.
0: What? I'm,
1: I'm... Completely baffled by that, Chris.
0: Dave, even with head guards on, you've sparred and I've sparred, and I tell you now, it still fucking hurts when someone cracks you. you can, I mean, I've got a big schnoz, I've got a big, <laughs> big nose, so I've been hit many times on my nose. But your jaws exposed, your neck. You know, th- these girls are all really pretty, and one of them took one on the nose, didn't she? Yeah, tried. Really? So yeah, took one on the nose. It wasn't the best idea. I mean, what makes me laugh is. It's, I mean, they couldn't really have done it with the lads because they would have absolutely just started nailing each other. There probably was a few boxes mixed in there with some of the lads. But it they should have done the wrestling like they did on The Bachelorette, you know, with Chase and One and everything. Do something. <laughs> I, I suppose they couldn't do. They could do wrestling, but they, they should have done something a bit less physical. Because I agree with you. Some of the fucking punches there. And there was a few afters as well. The bell went. And a few of them still got thinking. I'll tell you what they didn't put in there, though. They... You, Victoria, she would oh, have I a Victoria. I was wasting time.
1: as well. That's why I'm so baffled and bloody, I feel short-changed because I'm thinking, oh, I bet there's, not just Katie, I bet there's a few who wouldn't mind having a having a go at Victoria there. But, <laughs> um, but it didn't happen. It's like, oh, fuck's sake, what a waste of fucking time.
0: Yeah, one out wasn't...
1: of 10 for that one. Chris. Oh, it was
0: a terrible one. And, and one of the other things, Dave, which I thought was quite nice, was Michelle's um, date, with Matt where she ended up in the balloon and that. I thought that was quite they seem to have a good chemistry together, them two. Both athletes, both fit. Um Matt's wheelhouse, you know, you want somebody who obviously is into fitness and, and that there's no nothing wrong with that. And and that seemed quite a genuine um date for me. I, I
1: think it was. But you know what? I, I, and I agree. And and actually when Matt goes on a one on one date, then he generally has a good connection with all of them. Again. I'll never get over this. It's like, you know, I'm having this great connection and building with you and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Just, can you just wait here while I could just go and tell this other girl exactly the same thing I've just told you. (laughs) It's uh, the fucking hypocrisy in it. But what made me laugh is obviously the go, I thought the zip wire thing was good. You can see Matt's a bit competitive. Didn't really appreciate that Michelle beat him. Um, but then they go up in the hot air balloon, have quite a steamy kiss. A load of the other girls come out on the balcony, and Chris—they've all packed their binoculars. Yep. <laughs> because they're all there with the binoculars, like professional-grade binoculars, like. And I was just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, Dave,
0: I've not had a set of binoculars since. What am I forty two? So I've not had a set of binoculars since I was about ten, and I never fucking. I used to turn in the other way and see how far away I could see. And I, I never used binoculars properly. And the only person I've ever known to use binoculars is George McFly, and he was a fucking peeping tom day. Yeah, <laughs> get that it was reference as
1: well, wasn't it? What are you yeah. doing, George? But um, it, it was Leah Thompson, to be fair. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's about. I don't know, four or five of them or something, all there with the binoculars. And all I can think, Chris, is I wonder if they're actually even looking at the hot air balloon because yeah. you can tell the producers have just handed them all the binoculars. and They're like, just just call out. Just say you're looking at something in the far corner because we're going to be filming you. It was just oh, the binocular props. Oh, it's so
0: crap. It was. It was just... False as anything, Dave. But again, it's all part of the show, I suppose, and you, you get all that stuff. Dave, I want to talk about the rose ceremony, right? So I was crying at this bit. There was one bit that really tickled me, and I had to re watch it. I don't, I know that Chris Harrison is the king of the Bachelor Nation, Dave, and we're going to get, well, we're not. I'm probably going to get some shit for this, but he's fucking. He's, he's just rubbish as a presenter to me because when oh, Matt- you're messing with
1: royalty I from this one.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not going <laughs> to bat me up I know that. Uh, right, Fucking so-
1: Homer Simpson is backing into the hedge right here.
0: <laughs> no, but We've got the whole, the whole um, Matt giving out the roses and, and every time someone gets a rose, we go to a video clip of one of the other girls, one of the original girls, who's not got one. And Anna's there again, resting bitch face, like really slagging off all the new girls. It's like the new girls have just coming off the street and just barged the ways in. Again, like you said, it's the fucking producers. It's fucking part of the mix, show. Mixed all the food
1: out the fridge, even though it's all and labelled like, up. <laughs>
0: Pissed
1: in yeah. everyone's cereal. They've they, they
0: committed <laughs> crimes you wouldn't believe, Chris. <laughs> Dude, exactly, Dave. Someone used someone's straighteners and all that. Yeah, it's fucking nonsense. But, It's when Matt gets to the last rose, right? And I piss myself. So Matt's got gone through like 15, 20 roses, and he's there, and we're getting all these girls lining up, and even Victoria's towards the last two or three. And when he's got the last one, Chris Harrison just steps in, looks over, sort of puts it across Matt and goes, Everybody, this is the last rose. No fucking shit. I think everyone can count, Chris. Was there any need for you to come and get your little glory moment to say, hang on, I'm still a presenter here? There was no fucking need for him to be there. He just come in, just so pathetic. Oh, we've got one more. We can count. It's fucking red. We can see that on the counter, Chris. But thanks very much. And go and get your fucking twenty-five grand for this episode. Go and sit down. Oh, Dave, it just really tickled me. It was you have to watch it. It's so stupid that bit. Go and promote
1: your manly bands. Um <laughs> yeah, so it's almost like uh I'll I'll make another airplane reference here, Chris. It's like uh uh Leslie Nielsen when he comes in. I just want to <laughs> want you to know we're all counted on you. Good luck. <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> Three times, yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know. He's built up this kind of aura, hasn't he? Like he's this relationship Yoda, you know, and, and yeah, I just don't buy it. So I, I don't buy into the, the myth, the persona that is Chris Harrison. But um, I, I wish I didn't spot that quite honestly, but it would have just made me laugh. I'm going to be watching out for that in future rose ceremonies.
0: He it, it just comes in for no reason and just has to get his little little bit of fame, you know, just like if he was a little bit of fame,
1: it's not as bad as last week where it's like, Oh yeah, Matt, uh, Matt's saying he's, he's uh, some bullshit reason. Uh, Here's my book. Here's an extract from my book. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're having a few problems in life, Chris Harrison. This is how you do it. Have a read of it right now. $9.99 in nine ninety nine in all bookstores. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Chris. Go on. I know it's about taking the opportunity, but that was just so fucking stage. I, I just thought it was really funny. I just thought he was hilarious.
1: Oh, no, Chris. Obviously, over on our podcast, the VHS Strikes Back, we look at some terrible movies. And one, you know, we both love the terrible ones as much as the great ones, don't we? One yeah. that we haven't covered yet, but is memed to death generally, is the scene from Kickboxer, where Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, sensei, or whatever he's called, his, his teacher, gets him completely drunk and wants wants to see him fighting in the bar. Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, gets up dancing with these two ladies, doesn't he? Yep. That was the end bit with Matt. (laughs) 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 I'm not being funny. When I think it's Maggie, isn't it? It says about get up and dancing. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to bust some moves here. He's going to really show his chops here, but fucking hell... I mean, is it just me? That was fucking awful, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) No, I saw you dance at a wedding last year, Dave, and you were better than that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Chris, Matt, there was no double fingers in the air or anything. No David Brent office dancing. No nothing. So,
0: uh... can can I tell (laughs) a story about that wedding, Dave? I love it. It tickles me every time. So, so you got let
1: me me fucking cringe.
0: No, nobody makes me laugh, Dave. So you got to let me say it. So everyone listening, pull up a chair. <sighs> me and Dave, we always say it. We were in a band for years and the drummer in our band was getting married. So Dave, me and you have not seen each other for a while, even though we podcast every day. We'd not seen each other for a few years, but we so, no, we did see each other once last year, didn't we? Um, and then uh, the year before, we'd, we'd seen once. Yeah, and we... I was up in Manchester,
1: I think, wasn't I, for some reason, and popped in. For yeah
0: you come in to see me, which was great. And we, you know, even though we talk every day, it was good to actually speak face to face. So we we had about four or five months. Like we had a wedding in October 19, I think it was. So we gets in there and this wedding's going really well. And we're having a great day. And me and Dave are just sat together and, and like Sam's there, my missing, and D- Dave's there and that he was great. And, um, Dave decided, cause I was stone cold sober because I was driving home. It was about an hour away from where we live and you were staying over. And, um, you got more and more drunk. And then Dave decided to pick up a pint of beer that wasn't his and just pissed himself laughing. And I'm crying because the guy whose pint he was clearly saw you take it and was stood over your shoulder complaining to his missus but didn't say anything. You're giggling like a little schoolboy laughing your head off thinking he's not seen you. And I thought it was more funny. And instead of just buying him a drink, Dave then decided to spend all night dancing with them. And when you did go and try and buy him a drink, he fucked you off and went, no. But you were doing, the old Mr. Pointy Man on the dance floor, Dave, it was, and it probably doesn't sound very funny, but he was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Instead of just I, I, saying, oh, sorry, I've drank your drink, you carried on this whole facade, and I was stone-cold sober crying. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, drinking from
1: early in the day at weddings with books fizz is, is not a fucking good combination. I I, I I I have very little recollection. The only recollection I have is is from you telling me and it's like oh, what an absolute fucking bell end. I mean it's just it's just no excuse for that Chris. It it was just a bell end move and uh, yeah, I blame that completely on drunk me.
0: <laughs> no, I loved it because I was sober. Because he kind of had a drink, I probably would have done the same thing. So what fucking tit. I mean, oh, no, yeah. it was really. It was all done lighthearted, though. It wasn't done maliciously. It was done like in a funny way. The way you did it, it was just that chat. You were acting like a little school kid, and this guy was fuming, but he was so polite. He didn't want to say anything to you when you eventually said do you want to drink? I'll get the round. And he went, no, I'm going now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, Chris.
1: don't invite Dave you. Did... <laughs> oh, But anyway, right. Anything else, Chris, <laughs> that you've got from The Bachelor?
0: <laughs> You're going to be thinking of a story about me now, next time. But anyway, um, no, nothing, Dave. I think, It all sets it up for episode five. I don't think the bitching is going to carry on, to be honest. I think because what Katie said, maybe Matt's finally going to get a a set of balls and actually tackle him head on. Because not, not just for what's going on in the show, which is wrong anyway. And the Bachelors actually promoting, fucking bullying, it's not just that. It's Matt himself. Why would he want to be with somebody who's like that, Dave? You know, it's just childish. So, yeah, he's got to get rid of all three of them. And if he does, I mean, he'll, he'll probably end up the season will be fucking boring as anything. But it's just, it's re- he might just need one of them taken out of the equation, and the others fall back in line. But they all need to have a hard look at themselves, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, and I'd like to think that looking back, they, you know, <laughs> actually in the same way as me completely pissed out of my head nicking someone's pint you (laughs) would think oh you fucking bellend why did I do that so you would hope that they would think that the thing is Matt's only getting to see these little windows he's not seeing all the things that we're seeing yeah and we're just seeing I mentioned Mean Girls when I was trying to come up with when I was trying to recall Lindsay Lohan's name and couldn't couldn't get it But it really is. I I was sort of taking the piss initially, but but it actually is. This is like high school. Um, It's just... I'm surprised. We knew there was going to be bitching, but this is a a different level, I think. And, um, yeah, I can't imagine Matt would want to be part of that. You know, i want to be with someone who can be quite so toxic because there is no other word for it really that that is what it is a toxic environment and i do think you know i think the likes of mj she hasn't displayed that behavior before so i i just think being part of that environment you know it just it just brings out the worst in everyone else and i can only think a few girls went home tonight, you know, with the rose ceremony and the extra girls coming and what have you. So the fact that Victoria keeps getting picked and we don't really see any anything meaningful between uh, her and Matt, it just makes me think that pr- the producers are saying, you know, you need to keep Victoria in. Not necessarily saying to him, you know, she's a good villain, but just convincing him. And Matt being the good, you know, uh, the good bachelor puppet he was, oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Pick Victoria.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're both going to get peltas this week. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, Thank you, everyone. But anyway, if you do want to give us abuse or you don't agree with us, it's fine. Absolutely fine. Get over to our social media at CD Reality If you want to email us, the CD Reality at gmail.com. And honestly, it's not a problem, guys, because it was really. A strange episode this week, but great fun, and we have had a good t- good chat today, Dave, about it. And if you do get a chance, get over to our podcast catching up and drop us a review on the show, guys. We really really appreciate it. And thank you for all the activity on Facebook because we've had a full rundown of Temptation Island, Dave, as well, haven't we? So oh, it's oh, coming soon, know, my friend. To it, but you know, again,
1: oh, what a bunch you see next Tuesday. <laughs> there is no way any of them are going to make it. Calling it now, Chris they'll all fall to Temptation all
0: of them oh Dave and some of them are not even real couples you can see it already but will I be watching it? you're damn right and are we reviewing it? you're damn right so. <laughs> I think that
1: comes out on Tuesdays doesn't it so the a bachelor on Monday uh,
0: Temptation Island on a Tuesday yeah and this is your fault for a chance it's usually me over overbooks us, Dave so I'm blaming it all on you my friend it is me this one <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like the emperor. Good. (laughs) The student has become the master. (laughs) Right, mate. Well, it's been fun. I actually feel like that was a bit therapeutic because I was so wound up watching that episode. Um, And I'll speak to you next time.
0: Take care, mate. Bye.